This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We're doing the hunt for the best Christian song of all time as well as doing the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. All that and more today on Good Christian Fun. Any of that noodle you guys wouldn't mind adding a couple inches of the pants. Hey. I'm just killing you got me straight gripping, yeah, boy. Baby. <laughs> Save Martha. This one I really had to pull for. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I really had to pull for. <laughs> New listeners, that theme song is just my way of trying to amuse Caroline and myself <laughs> and alienate time. you. Yeah. That was, uh, of course, from the hit movie that we all love and my remember. My favorite superhero movie. Batman v Superman, Colin Dawn of Justice. The old Martha mix-up. The old Martha, and it's the classic Martha switcheroo. They talk about that in Robert McKee's story seminars and Save the Cats. Like, you got to do it. Throw a Martha mix up in there. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. And I am Caroline. We're here to have good Christian fun. Caroline, what is good Christian fun? Uh, It's a show where we talk about Christian pop culture, which uh, you and I grew up with as Christians. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we monetize our past trauma. That's right. Try to make a buck and off of it. And our current faith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we talk about uh, this world. It's very funny. And uh, we're not here to proselytize or evangelize to anybody. It's, I don't care. I'm not interested in that. Um, but if you... <laughs> Good Christian Fun. Colin, I don't care. <laughs> if you, uh, you are a churchgoer, you are a believer, and whatever it may be, that's just fine. We're not here to attack you either. Unless you go to Hillsong. Then you, uh, you're a hey. no-no. <laughs> um no as alan page would say on twitter um no <laughs> kevin took issue that she said um i not agree with, the, with everything uh, she's saying the content of her I, argument. Think, I think it's hard to type out um and not be snide sure. right i think she was trying to be snide though That's right my point well it's just not my fit you know you know who would never type out um in a tweet paddington, paddington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying Paddington wouldn't tweet Could I think you imagine? he would just like not get in there Um, Actually Mr. Brown it's pronounced <laughs> Marmalade <laughs> Yeah he wouldn't get in there He'd log off Twitter He'd be like oh I just never have time He'd, He wouldn't make a fuss about I it I was having anyway. fun time making pottery <laughs> Oh, that's his, his side object. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing. He likes to make stuff. But yeah, we talk about Christian artists and Christian music and the movies and such. And we examine them. Why did they exist? How did they exist? Were they good? Were they bad? Mm-hmm. What can we take away? How do we separate the wheat from the chaff and reclaim it for our own in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord? And cash. <laughs> and cash. <laughs> in the name of our Lord, cold hard cash. That's right. Jesus cash. Uh, but we're going to need a special guest to do it today. We got a fun format for today a little atypical of some of the stuff we usually do but you know this game but you know it very well so let's introduce our guest right now ladies and gentlemen 
You may know her from her work as a writer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, or you may know her from her podcast, A Funny Feeling, or Cardition It, or her improv cast, Search History. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Marcy Jerome. Whoa. Hey. Wow, you are just ripping some Disney off. Is that some Disney music? Oh, I wish it was Disney oh. music. This is Amy Grant, a Christian recording Disney artist. wishes. Oh, I know who she is. You know, kind of the Alan Minken of Christian she, pop. Didn't she marry Vince Gill? She yes, did. she did. Didn't she break up his marriage? A lot of marriages were in shatters because of Amy Grant. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Amy's trail of tears is divorce papers. <laughs> I'm no, happy for her. She's living her better life. I don't know good. if Vince Gill was married before. I literally have never looked into I'm are Surely they, he was. Are they still married? They're still married. Yeah. They still do uh, Christmas specials on the Hallmark channel. I know that I am far too young to know any actual details about mm-hmm. it, but... I remember my mom's best friend be- being convinced Vince Gill was gay and that, that Amy was bearding, but also wow. like, what? Wow. Oh, this goes a, deep. A lot of drama. Do you remember any of the evidence for this? No, it was ju- or it was just like, there's like, no way. I had to be in first grade, just like overhearing adult conversations. There was with, a lot. With gossipy <laughs> women. Well, not to impose unfair cultural scripts on all men, but Vince Gill doesn't strike me as particularly gay. In any way? I think in the 80s, we were dealing with a different set of rules. Yeah. Mm, I just don't think about Vince Gill at all. No. That's probably... <laughs> you know what? Yeah. So I don't, Gary Chapman. I don't know anything. Yeah. I don't know why I'm r- starting rumors about Vince Gill and Amy Grant. But we all had some little connection to that mini scandal. Yeah. That's not actually a scandal. It's not no, actually a scandal. It's, fine. it's just adults working it out. Yeah. They're just figuring it out. It's fine. And not maybe figuring it out in the, the timeline that is least hurtful. Exactly. Sure. I feel like your your mom and her friend would have a good time watching their recent Christmas special because possibly Amy wears all leather and <gasps> she had a Morpheus thing going yeah, on. Yeah, it's okay. yeah. incredibly hot. And then Vince comes in for like half a song. And then he like recedes back into the shadows. Very like, checked playing out. Guitar. I already regret bringing up He's not any enough. stuff about them. <laughs> Caroline, why did we watch this and then not talk about it for a podcast? I don't know. It we seems extremely ripe. Watched for a movie. Discussion. We could have gone to a show. There's, no, but I think that was the most entertaining I think thing we could have watched that night for this very moment. Yeah. Right here. Hey. We've brought it up a few times. That's true. It was a nice time. And hey, for those of you out there going through hard stuff, relationship wise. Just because something ends doesn't mean that it was a failure. That's true. I I think that so much. I think that That people are like, when anything ends, they're like, well, I I guess I was wrong about all of that. Yeah, burn the bridge. It's like, no, that's not how, like, if you're thinking of a person as to be, uh, to fill in a spot for like your worksheet of life, then Mm. you're not going to ever get it right. Because like, you can't just use people as placeholders for like that person you need or that thing you want. Yeah, and there's a way in which thinking that the bad negates the good is yeah. very, it's almost cold and mathematical of like, okay, well, it's bad now, so it was all bad. Yeah, life but, is not a Mad Libs. Mm-mm. Oh, and I wish it was sometimes, so but it's not. It's uh, not a Mad Libs. She said to her partner, poop. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Mad Libs. Oh, I see. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Uh, well, we've talked about that, though, you and I, about relationships ending and if, like, 
you were really close to someone mm-hmm. and then now you don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. What was it for? What, why did we do it all? Right. And I mean, there's a way in which you need to tell yourself that it wasn't all for naught. So you literally don't go crazy. But also, it's just true as well. Like, yeah. if, if you examine anything, and I feel like that's the refrain of so many you know, like whatever drawn kind of indie movies or big movies like La La Land where it's like, hey, you know what? Sebastian and little Pete Pete. What was what was Emma Stone's name Mia. in that movie? Mia. Sebastian little and Mia. I don't <laughs> little Pete Pete is what I called oh. her. <laughs> like just because that end it wasn't a failure too. So yeah, I feel like there's evidence for it everywhere. Also, like maybe you needed that person because humans need companionship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not uh, objectifying to say no. in a way. It's just like we need, we need to it. be around people. They it's, needed it. You need it. It's the same reason why it's healthy. The guy at the grocery store talks to me while we're checking out my groceries. Mm-hmm. Find everything all right? Or just be, he'll just, trust me, I have one of those faces people love to talk to. Oh. What's their, what are the things they like to tell you? I, you know, I've had an Uber driver cry and I held his hand. What? <laughs> From the back seat? No, I was in a pool, so I was sitting up front, and then everyone else was out. Was was everyone checked out? You were just working with this guy? God, I just was like, oh, no, he's crying. And so I just, I patted his hand. I didn't hold it. His, you know, he was Armenian and Greek. I remember that. And his, Mm. it was Armenian Day Parade had just happened recently. yeah. Or like the parade to like remember the genocide. Yeah, um, it's big in out here in LA. But like people out. celebrate it, and I was like, "Did you do that?" And he was like, "No, I've been having a rough time. My mom died." And then he just Aww. softly cried, and I said, Aww. "I'm so sorry." That's so nice. And I was like, this is "Marcy, you gotta stop smiling at people." You My mom has stopped smiling at people. At people tell her stuff all the time. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's initiating it all the time too. I could Sometimes also see I'm that. Like, Wrap it up. Let's go. I don't need to know about their cat stuff like let's go i don't mean to but sometimes i'll like ask the next question that you can tell they've like said they've thrown a line out right and i'm like like well yeah i'm happy to be here but it's been a tough morning i'll be like oh no what happened of course because you would be a rude dude to know i think it's perfectly fair not to but but also i'm like maybe this will lead to something interesting yeah that i I can use later for a show yeah or or just like i don't know like like to make the day fun mm-hmm. yeah i don't know I, breaking out of your shell and trying to have a novel experience with someone sometimes i like will be around people i know very well and i just feel like i have nothing to give them i have like nothing left but a stranger sometimes i'll be like i'm gonna give you a lot of is my that life. funny i feel like that too <laughs> that's so interesting you say that i felt that really? so much yeah yeah where it's like i think because you assume that whatever you would have to give to the people you're closest to is something they already got they know what you got. They're full up. I'm good, whatever. But a stranger, it's like, I could surprise this person with yeah. an insight or, <laughs> or, or my own personality or, or just something. a little compassion. or Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that what the church is sometimes, too? No. No. <laughs> you know, I was... <laughs> I'll let you guys lead this, but I was just listening to the daily about the... Uh, some, which one? Oh, I was listening to the one, to the one where the Pope addresses the abuse of nuns in the church. Oh my it went God. something like this. It's the daily. I, Michael Barbaro. <laughs> Today, the Pope addressed some abuse that. allegations. I love talking about women's issues with all male correspondents. Yeah. <laughs> Is that wild? I love that, it. That's that whole story. I was just like, I'm going to have to skip this one. It's too dark. I can't, I can't get in there. 
Yeah, it's, it's dark. Do you it's enjoy brutal. being talked to like a child by Barbaro? I don't like it at all. <laughs> I, I want to listen to the daily, and then I just like I can't get past that intro Caroline, every time. Can you pass me the cream? No, what it's is for that my voice? coffee. I'm listening to him at 1.5. Yeah, you oh, should. that's good. Mm-hmm. That'll yeah, that'll mitigate that. And then it's a, a, and then it's a 15 <laughs> minute show. <laughs> and uh, the interview style of like just say anything to me right now, Caroline. Um, I had a bagel today. Huh. Hmm. So he does says, that a lot. A lot of, a lot of he, mm. he can edit those out, but he likes to give you a little flavor. He yeah. wants it. He's like the people need to know. I I don't know how they produce that show. I mean, on they, the daily, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. It's it's um it's informative. I'd say this. it's mm-hmm. no GCF, but it's a it's a great it's little a show. Different flavor. I think it gets something like millions of downloads per episode at this nowhere point. near what you guys are pulling no it. we're no, in the we tens or the hundreds well marcy what is your experience with church stuff religious stuff um well i grew up catholic oh yeah in the south where there were not a lot of catholics which part of the south again louisiana louisiana yeah. i'm in like the real bible belt so back in the day and maybe still but i remember like in the 80s and 90s like there was one Catholic church for, I don't know, like 10 towns. Whoa. So like some people were driving 45 minutes to go to church on Whoa. Saturday or yeah. Sunday. With uh, my flimsy understanding of Louisiana, do you think that was like from French occupation? Uh, what? The, the Catholic church left behind there? Oh yeah. Like we were very like, yeah. In fact, we call our counties parishes. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I had no but idea. But also coincidentally the parish in livingston where i'm from had only one parish <laughs> church <laughs> one mega parish so i grew up um Catholic. Parish. yeah it was, it was like you know like i could you could fit like maybe 900 people in the church oh, wow. possibly but that was never how we were we never have that many except for on christmas eve okay where all the flaky catholics come out oh, um we see you yeah but everyone was Protestant. Like my mom's family was Methodist and everyone else was like Baptist, full gospel. Yeah. And so like Catholics were sort of the bad kids. Like mm. we were like in my grade, maybe there's only six other Catholic kids and we were considered not Christian by the other Christian yeah. kids. That's and, how I was raised. Yeah. Basically. Catholics are not Christian. Like they're close, but like yeah. Jewish people, like, oh, you're just missing a big chunk. And I can remember like in, like, so I was um, the captain of FCA in high school. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone who went to the local Baptist church, which was enormous and huge. And they had a youth group. So like everyone was very into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would go sometimes because I had friends that were there. In fact, at one point I was going to church four times a week in high school. Oh, was a big part of your life. Yes. I was going to my church. I was doing adoration chapel at the Catholic church. And then I was doing a Bible study, um, uh, at a full, at like a non-denominational, but really full gospel um, right. church. And then doing like the youth night at the Baptist church mm-hmm. with Goodness. all my friends. So I was doing a lot. And then FCA. So I was like really into Christianity. Yeah. Now we've talked about FCA a little bit on this show, but like what were some of the, what like the tenets of how Man. the faith and the Bible were expressed in that? Because my memory of it, because my brother did it in high school, is that it was just a lot of Philippians 4.13. <laughs> I cannot remember other than doing like morning prayers mm-hmm. together. And that like, I remember a big thing was if more than three people or if more than, yeah, 
three, two, are gathered. two or more then we would like that so if someone needed something we would make sure to gather mm-hmm. huh. um and then like going to camp during the summer for like yeah. the captains went to camp uh-huh. and like i remember meeting a a blind captain at camp in tennessee and he a girl got a sunburn and he said he wanted to lick it he wanted to lick her peeling skin and i was just like huh? what a weird experience <laughs> Well, in ancient Hebrew times, that was actually a sign of great respect. <gasps> yeah. I, I was like, I guess because he can't see it. So he liked, but he wants to know what it, I just didn't understand how dirty it was. Oh, he used his tongue to figure that out. <laughs> um, but I remember like so specifically having like some other kids, like, like this girl at school was like leading like her little youth group Bible study that week and had, plan to talk about how I was a fake Christian and how I didn't really walk in, you know, the walk, the walk with Jesus right. and like, because of Catholicism or because well, I of think you? because like of me and Catholicism and like, you know, like I always have had this personality, even no matter how like religious and like I cursed or whatever. Uh, and so I <laughs> also want to be like, girl, you should not be calling me out. But was this a topic of the Bible study it was or going, was it like a conversation? She for was you planning two? to have, and I was not atten- like, I was not going to be in attendance. Oh my gosh. And so my two guys who went to that church, their brothers, they like found out and they're like, I, th- we think it's only right to tell you that this is happening. And I was like, oh no. And, oh. and they were like, would, could we cope? Could would you come with us? Would would you be there? I was like, yes. So I just sat in front of her in the front row, and then she didn't talk about that weirdly, guys. Oh, interesting. That's strange. Maybe the spirit moved, and you know, something <laughs> yeah, she happened felt inside new, of her. Inspiring, by yeah. the Lord. So that <laughs> I love that she went sat front but row. There was like, a meeting. Go ahead. What was it that you were doing that was so horrific? I don't know. Like I guess like maybe occasionally going to parties or something, but like everybody was like sort of like being Christian, and then also like doing everything else there that we're not supposed to do because we're teens (laughs) truly in our town like every preacher's daughter got pregnant like that's just how it went in high school yeah it was but if you remember like those high school days at least in my end it was a lot about like evangelize to whoever you can yeah and your social circle is basically the people you know and so if you have the catholic girl like that's kind of an easy target yeah well she's clearly not getting anything right here so yeah she's a project but so that was like a weird experience. And then like, so I was like very religious then. And then kind of like in college started like just changing, like, I don't know, my feelings about the church or, or organized religion. Yeah. And I can remember, I was like thinking about it this morning in the shower while I wasn't washing my hair. <laughs> with um, tapioca. <laughs> I put tapioca. I put tapioca to dry shampoo uh-huh, in. That's great. Um, but that sometime in college I started having the philosophy of like, I think this is what I believe, but I definitely think I'm not correct. And I don't think anyone is because I don't think it's something we can know. And I think Mm -hmm. that we all can just do the best we can here. And then we all will be in for a little treat or surprise when we pass on to the, whatever happens after this life. And if it's nothing, we won't know about it. And if we're wrong, but we try to be good people, I think it'll be okay. And if it's worse, whoops, there was nothing we could do. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> oopsie, we tried to An afterlife oopsie. We yeah. But I think like around like 18 or 19, like I remember my grandfather dying and like something about that, like a little shift. I don't know what it was exactly, but I started to be like, I don't know if I really think this is all literally correct. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because it was like a concrete event. Yeah. Where it, that can be like kind of a fork in the road for some people where it's yeah. like, no, I really have to believe in God because I can't take it that my grandpa could be somewhere else. And then for some people, it's like, oh, well, this is just life and this is what happens. Yeah. And I don't know if this is the answer. It's almost like someone in college, like taking an African studies course and getting super interested in Africa and, you know, renting all the a- Africa books from the library. And they're like, I think I know Africa pretty well. Yeah. And then they go to Africa. It's like, like I don't know oh, Africa. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know this. Because that, the death thing is like, okay, here's where the Christianity kicks in. Yeah. On some level, it's like, okay, here's the trigger for like this whole belief system and like the big benefit as as it was sold to us at some point yeah i think in my life a lot of like big shifts for me in like losing faith in the church but not in like it's so weird because like sometimes i'll be like i think god like i i don't know where i stand now almost like i'm like i still sort of believe in like god and jesus and also kind of the new agey like the universal thing and i was like but i think it might be a little more synonymous than some of us are like willing to admit but like some every time around like someone's funeral i lose faith in the church as an organization Mm. like i keep losing faith faith with religious leaders like with every death you mean yeah with every death in my family i've lost a little bit of faith in the people who are running things when it comes to the church. <laughs> Is there like a day in particular, like someone handled a funeral weirdly? Well, I know that we had like a funeral that I was like, are they having a preach off? I feel like they're having a preach off, like, like a rap battle. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then another one, like I wasn't able to go home for, and this was not in our church. This was at another, like, uh, n- uh, I think they're non-denominational now, but I think they were Methodists. Mm. But they're they're having some weird stuff with their church back home. But mm-hmm. the I emailed the preacher because I wasn't able to go home for my aunt's funeral and didn't hear back. But I was like, he's probably busy. But I was like, kind of just being like, I about how I felt. I was sad and like I wasn't going to be there for the funeral, and that was really com- I felt really conflicted. But mm-hmm. like. I had work and I was poor and, and we had talked before she died that like she was like you don't have to come home because it was going to be right before Thanksgiving like she knew yeah. so we had this conversation which was very hard to like have that last conversation anyway and for her to like tell me like it's going to be okay you know like so like but it was still I felt conflicted and yeah. so I like, emailed this preacher kind of seeking a little bit of like maybe guidance or just wanting or to just, like, like affirmation like it's okay yeah and he didn't respond and I was like well maybe he's busy mm. But then um, my cousin was like, oh, my gosh, what you wrote was so beautiful. He had read it at the funeral and, and didn't also ask you. Didn't, didn't ask me and never responded. What? And I was strange. so turned off yeah. forever from that person. That's yeah. really bizarre. And I'd had like not I wasn't like I'd in the past like heard like weird stuff. Like, I don't know. But I was just like, yeah, I feel like whenever things are run by man, they get messed up so fast. And I have like a real a deep distrust for organizations. So like it makes it yeah. hard to be like, I don't know. It makes it hard to believe in any church or religion whenever you're like, I don't know, man, if, if like, like that scandal in the Catholic church that we have every century, a huge, like, like whether it be like abusive children or mm-hmm. nuns or whatever, but like, 
people in power and being able to hold secrets. Or have you guys seen Abducted in Plain Sight? No. no. Is that on Netflix? It's a really bad documentary. Bad, okay. poorly made documentary Not on Netflix. It's a whole awful story. I'll just say this. There is a child. She is abducted by someone she knows. Maybe more than once. And I really believe that her like very sweet Mormon parents because of their religion and they don't, this is the part that's bad about the doc. I don't think they shine a light on that. Like they kind of let this happen because they didn't want to uncover some other secrets. Mm -hmm. And because they're like, pastor minister person was like we need to forgive and move on and then more bad stuff kept happening so like that's the kind of stuff where i'm like it's gonna be really hard for me to ever get back into any religion because i'm like we can't let i mean no offense men but hey not taken pretty bad at like running stuff it totally yeah yeah so, Those, so when you say man do you mean men or do you mean human i think if women came into power we'd be just as bad too <laughs> like with you pa- should read the book the power because it's kind of about that yeah like i, like, I absolutely believe be horrific. We, yeah. yeah we're oppressed a little we're still a little pressed uh, right, so we're a little more compassionate but yeah. then if we had some like real muscle uh, yeah if we like <laughs> stood to lose something um that's yeah. i i totally understand that feeling too and like like if this if this structure these these churches these people are supposed to be representative of God, then God stinks or like we stink. Yeah, and I think for a lot I've heard just a lot of you know people argue in favor of those church and in favor of those mistakes that people make. Almost like well that just shows like even in our imperfect whatever like we're able to like push the gospel forward and God chooses like weak vessels to show His greatness or whatever. But then you're like, no, that was just harm. That yeah. was just harmful secrets. Abuse happened. So yeah. the structure is failing in some ways, too. And you need to like own that instead of being like, it's all part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't feel like the Bible was written with a lot of feminism in mind. Oh, no, 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 no. It was more about like, um, make sure we keep family units together so that our tribes are larger. Right. And so there's th- like glimpses of it here and there. And I think if you really want to read into it, you can find some yeah. Feminism, and I've you know I've read into stuff where people email me, but I'm like, I don't know. At the end of the day, it wasn't written by any women. No, there was no voice there. It was just a lot of harm. It was like a Simpsons writers' room, that Bible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it would be like nods to women. <laughs> Not nearly as funny as, though. No. And Honestly. the women like are praised only because they were like extremely sacrificial and meek, yeah. or like you know bold or something yeah well and i think you hit upon two kind of a thing that happens more and more especially in the 21st century where people are breaking away from their churches either locally or globally and it kind of becomes their own like kind of what you're saying where oh maybe god and jesus is real on some level but i don't know and maybe everyone's wrong and there's there's almost like a security and comfort in creating a very individual very unique definition of faith because if it's just yours, then it's not a part of this larger body whereby it might inevitably get corrupted by like, mm. oh, you believe this, Marcy? Oh, I think you are you belong over here and yes. you're one of us. So and wh- whatever that is, even in the most progressive, wokest little churches, it can still get like very dicey yes. because then you're one of those. And then there's a head pastor for that. And then, but if it's just you and if it's just this kind of like weird thing that's just yours, then 
I mean, I guess you can corrupt it, but it's just but you. you're accountable to yourself yeah, you're instead accountable of like to yourself. all these people doing mm-hmm. horrific stuff. Well, something I've really been into the past couple years is one, antidepressants. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been going to therapy this year too. So Way uh, to go, girl. Yeah, I'm really trying to get it together. Has it helped significantly? Have you noticed a big change? Oh, my Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. What yes, a yes, great yes. response. That's yes, what you want to yes, hear. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Good. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy. I am just starting my fourth different type of antidepressant medication. So it has been a journey. It's not oh, easy. I bet. And I have spent a lot of money and I'm lucky like that I now have money because I'm a writer and that they pay you fairly well to sit down for 12 hours in the same room. As they uh, should. They should. <laughs> well, um, so... But also, like, at first I didn't have money and I just, like, humbly, like, reached out to people that I knew could help because I was like, this doesn't feel right. Like, uh, yes, maybe, like, I've been, and I think I found out that I have been depressed my whole life. I've suffered from major depressive disorder. Mm. But, like, when you're, like, really religious or, or you think that you can do something, that you can pray this away or that you can, whatever it is, or even if you're, like, into, like, new age and crystals and stuff, like, you're like, there's something I can do to fix this. And it's sometimes physiological and you need a little help with medicine so it's taken a long journey to get to like the i was on uh the past year on lexapro which is great but then i gained like 40 pounds and i was like i didn't really need to gain any more weight much less 40 pounds (laughs) lexapro so now like my doctor's like adding something to like are like weaning me off that and changing but anyway a lot of like blah 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 it takes a lot of work so I just want to say for anyone who is suffering out there, like maybe just try it and also maybe keep trying it. Cause like nothing is a one fit one size fits all mm-hmm. anyway. So in therapy though, what I'm learning is you kind of have to like, if you're having a bad day, it's great. Cause then you go talk about that. If you're having a good day. Therapy's worse. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Cause then you have to go talk about something from the past yeah. that you don't want to talk about. Yeah. But a good thing that I am learning in therapy is because I talk about ethics a lot. Like I'm a, I try to be a very ethical person. I like to do what's right. I also have like a strong sense of like what I need and what I want to. Like that's a, a new thing I'm incorporating. But like really trying to be like, what is ethically the, the right thing to do here? What's, you know, aside from morals or whatever, what's the right thing for globally everyone? Mm. And my therapist is like, why? Why do you think there's a better answer outside of you? Like, why do you think someone else knows better? Why do you think I'm going to tell you there's a better thing for you to do? Why don't you trust yourself to make choices that you want to make? Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so hard. (laughs) Because we want to be told there is a right and a wrong thing to do in life. Certainty feels so good. Yes, that like there is a guide. And like, I think that's why we all seek these like, people to tell us like am i on the right path yeah and i don't know that that's a real thing that you can be on like forever mm-hmm. or that anyone's going to be able to to guide you down that and i think that is also the danger of organized religion is that we look up to these people and we think they have an answer that we don't have when whatever your spiritual belief can be like why can't you have it just as strongly as anyone else mm-hmm. And why do you need, you don't need to study for 10 years to do it either. Like you could just have it. You could just wake up with it and just trust that you know, and that you're going to do what you know is right. Cause I think if we all like really are honest with ourselves, we can figure that out. 
So I don't know. Yeah. That I was know a what you're long saying. road for me to get no, to this I, point. I, and I love that. And I think um, I've talked about this a little bit before, but I feel like this phase in my faith or my life has been a, a point of trying to remember that my instincts can be good too. Yeah, and like totally. my desires can be good because a lot of the training I got in the church was like, you are inherently selfish. So whatever you want, maybe doubt it a little bit and like run it by a few people yeah. because you don't know. And also God made like have a secret word he's going to throw on your plate. And I think, I think I am selfish and like I, that's something to keep in mind. But also a lot of the time you're, it's like, yeah, I, I know what the right thing would be to do here or the thing that I want is not bad because it's comforting or it makes me feel better. Also, it's not your job to be completely selfless either. Like the way that we survive is to be selfish. You have to have a little self-preservation in life. Yeah. Can I give a silly example of this that is less heavy? Sure. Is, uh, I feel like this happens in dating, at least for me, where it's like two or three dates in, I know. I know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing mm-hmm. or not a bad thing. It's just not for me. Right. Or whatever. But usually when it's the latter, it's like, I know this is not for me. There's a th- second voice that comes in and says, yeah, but you're kind of, you know, you got to give it a shot. What if you're wrong? And mm. you, your heart can deceive itself. <laughs> and that's something that's like, and every time I've never been wrong ultimately yeah. about an instinct, but it feels so sort of animalistic and primal to be like, I know, without like, well, did you really discern? Did right. you consider? Yeah, did you did take into account your fears? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and going off what you're saying, I, I would say too, there's a lot of value in still having the humility to look at things outside of yourself. But I think I think something that people of faith and Christians were not given enough growing up, and it sounds like in all of our cases, was like, the true skill set of discernment and just being like, what's good for me here? Like, okay, consider this, consider the gospel and Christ's words or whatever the teaching is. You need to consider it, but then bring it into you and filter it through your paradigm, which a lot of people would be like, no, that's bad. You're bad. Don't do that. But, Mm. but because that teaching was so prevalent of like, no, you're bad and your heart is deceitful above all things you doubt yourself so much that you really start to erode that own skill of like discerning in this moment, what's best for me, Mm. whether it's medication or going to therapy and stuff. It's like, well, no, maybe I should pray it away or something. And ultimately a lot of people have to learn that so much later in life than they could have. Yeah. If it was given to them at an earlier stage. I mean, because there are religions too that would tell you to pray your diabetes away. (laughs) But I think a lot of us can agree that may be not the only and best course of action for diabetes. Just give me another year <laughs> of prayer. <laughs> work I, out. I, uh-huh. I, I did. I like in New York, I had two roommates who were uh, Christian scientists and like, but then they lapsed and stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were at one point and, and had lived that way their whole lives. And, and I was like, yeah, you know, that's not terrible to, you know, I believe in the power of positive thinking and prayer and all that stuff. But like, if you have a medical issue, seek some medical attention sure. and your brain is just an organ we i think we have like a real big misconception in this culture or just worldwide about like what the brain actually does totally it just processes that's all that it does yeah it is a processor and sometimes it's not working it's not processing properly 
But we think of it as like the spiritual it's, or oh, yeah. it's like, it's like <laughs> maybe I'm just thinking about it wrong. Yeah, it's like, just like yeah. who you are. It's like, uh-huh. no, it's not who you are. It's just an <laughs> organ in your head. And I know we've talked about this, but it Where is two sides of the... Are you okay? No. <laughs> you might be nothing. Wow. Everything okay. all at once. Uh-oh. Hey, hey. Hold on to my socks. Hold on to your socks. It's going to be a rough one. The Christian scientist stuff, it's interesting because I feel like even within evangelical circles, there's like a lot of uh, snobbery or disdain towards that. Like, they don't believe in medicine. Why wouldn't you go to the doctor? Which is like, it seems like common sense. But then the flip side of that coin for like Protestants and Catholics is they treat depression stuff yeah. and mental stuff the same Absolutely. way that Christian scientists would treat like physical medical stuff. Also, I should say, though, that my roommate Garrett, shout out Garrett, when he kind of like left the theology of it and like I think it like started slowly with him, like he was going to Africa, so he had to get some uh, vaccinations. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so it like, was slippery slope. It yeah. truly was a gateway drug. <laughs> yep. Vaccinations for him were a big gateway <laughs> drug. And then like cut forward a couple years and all of a sudden he would, I remember him texting me to come home. He was like, can you come home? I think I need to go to the hospital. He just had a fever. Like all of a sudden, once you took away his, his like religious, like it'll be fine. Like I can pray this away. He started really like having some like issues with health. Right. Oh, really? Oh, it wasn't just hypochondria. He had like maybe legitimate... a little bit of that, but like, but just be like, he was fine. He I should was... go to the doctor all the time now. Yeah. I think it was like, I can't, he, kinda, I can't. he might've needed both. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that that is true. Like you can't like go through like, you know, any kind of like med, like whatever, if you think it's going to not, if you think this isn't going to work or, oh no, oh no. Like, I think it's sort of six and one half dozen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But because the whole thing that I love the most about Catholicism is like the um, miracles. I love the ability to believe in miracles and that kind of like, that's like in my other podcast, a funny feeling where yeah, I was about, to about ask. the paranormal. Yes. It is like that is a direct line from believing in miracles and that God can die and rise again. You know, that, that all of that stuff that like direct line to me being like, yeah, we have past lives (laughs) and there's ghosts and there's other stuff. And you know, well, this is a whole side of you. I feel like we should talk about too. Yeah. So a funny feeling is Marcy's podcast that she hosts with the great Betsy Sidero. Mm -hmm. I was a guest on it. I, we, I felt like fun, conversation yeah well guessing on shows and stuff i feel like that one sticks out in my mind particularly as just being so because we had never hung out really no, before then yeah. besides saying hi to had gum party yeah. or something but i had the best time with you guys we got in deep yeah it was fast. really oh, really yeah. fun we talked about like a semi-demonic experience that oh, i witnessed yeah. and like and talking about a lot of this stuff where it's like is this a synonym for mental health? Is this actually another thing? So I recommend people check it out. And is it everything? Yeah. But um, for you, in doing that stuff and being interested in paranormal stuff, do you feel like doing the show and that process has expanded your mind for like what's possible here? Has it shrunk it at all? Was it done to that perspective? I, I think it's made me more open to like anything and everything could be true. Like I, I certainly believe that like, I don't know that any one religion has it right or that, or that we need religion at all, but that sometimes it really works for people and it, and miracles are really happening in people's lives. Like we get stories about, that kind of stuff or like visitations from like family members who pass that need to tell you a story or, mm-hmm. or, or to tell you things are going to be okay, that they are fine. And like, so like, it's really opened me up to the, 
to the idea that like that there's so much out there we don't know what is possible and that maybe it's not all black and white that maybe there is like a this really like diverse shades of gray about what is true and what the universe is and what God is and what all of this is. So maybe Jesus exists, but also Slimer exists too. Gosh, we can only hope hope so. Jesus, please make Slimer real. (laughs) Father Slimer, thank you for this slime. Do you feel like um, your, your interest and your belief in like the... What would be the term like that? Metaphysical is what keeps this strong tie to believing like God is real and the spiritual realm is real. It's the thing that makes me constantly question it, at least, mm-hmm. to be, instead of like, because I think it would have been be easier to write it off. It would be very yeah. easy, I think, to have at some point become more agnostic or atheist, even of like, I don't think any of this is real, especially like the further you get away from the South and the like deeper you get into like comedy. Like, it's not like super accepted in like, you know, the entertainment industry to be like, like the only people who are like really religious are ones who are like profiting off of it. You know, like, like, right. Yeah. No, or what are you talking about? No, I, yeah. I just mean that like, I know what you, mean, yeah. you know, like Vin Diesel will be like, I'm Christian. You're like, yeah, but you just kind of like, like your Christian fan base because right. it makes you money. Wait, is Vin Diesel a Christian? I think so. Oh, this is big news for the GCF podcast. I think he might be. Um, but like, yeah, I know what you mean. People just aren't super open to talking about this, um, and so yeah, it's it's. I don't know what's right or wrong, but I kind of believe that like everyone might be a little more right or wrong than they know. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, my really dumb appeal to that stuff of like people believing or not believing in stuff and it being less popular out here is when it's not used to oppress people legitimately or like marginalize people or uses hate. Isn't it fun? Like, it's kind oh. of fun to, to be able to engage in, in talk like that or, like, disagree about something that doesn't, you know, affect someone's well-being or life or I something like that. I, I love the idea of ghosts because if ghosts can be real, then so can anything else. Yeah. Mm. Like, it just opens up a world of possibilities. Now, I think we found on our podcast is a lot of people who've had paranormal experiences are Catholic. <sighs> Interesting. And maybe it's just the people we've what asked. What do you think that, what do you think think that correlation that is? That we're taught so early about the Holy Trinity that like it really sets in our minds you could definitely see a ghost. Our because, ghosts love Catholics. Yeah. Uh, when, the, when you're in Catholic school, the devil draws little targets on all the Catholic boys and girls <laughs> and, it, and all the spirits haunt them for the rest of their lives. It's so scary. It's really interesting too, like even talking about the devil just now, like for a while... For like a good five year period, I was like, the devil is not real. It is a thing to make you behave. And now? And now I'm like, eh, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe not like, like the, full incarnation of evil or just like a little Or that there is something out there doing malevolent work too. Sure. How horrifying. Because I think it's the balance of everything that like there is no light without dark and there is no like sweet without salt sort of kind of like there is like a duality and a balance to the universe. And so like if things I'm not positive, but I'm a little more open than I was. Cause I remember my mom being like, well, I hope you're right. Cause if not Marcy <laughs> about me saying, I don't believe in the devil. I was like, Why is that a big deal? Uh, the devil in particular was offensive to your mom that you wouldn't believe like, in. Him. Oh boy. Well, I wait till how, he gets a load of this. Well, I, I think it, because she thought that like that means you don't believe in God. Right, right. 
I I like how most people's view of the devil is like he's just really petty and like really paying attention a lot of the time. Where if you like say I don't believe the devil's real, people would be like, "Well, he's listening to that and he'll let you know." I mean, or it's Im- you know, yeah, or like I, he's really interested in your Ouija. It's board like the stuff. devil's searching his own name on Twitter to <laughs> yeah. see what comes up and replying <laughs> like, to people who haven't well, tagged him. Got a Google I've got alert some stuff <laughs> coming for Marcy. It is impossible <laughs> to live in this day and age and not believe that there's true evil around. Totally. It's yeah. impossible. But like, is it conscious embodied evil or is it just chaos? I don't know. Evil? Is there conscious embodied good or not? Too? Like it's know. another one of those big questions that I don't know that I can answer. Is there conscious embodied good? I think I'm looking at three oh. conscious embodied goods oh, in this wait, very room. Wait, where's the third one? You can't see him? <laughs> They're in the oh corner. God. Oh my God. I don't know. He's vomiting blood and smiling. Oh boy. <laughs> Hey, well, thanks for sharing your story and all that stuff. It's, <laughs> it's so fascinating. Yeah. I said a I lot, love your guys. perspective. Well, yeah, and I really want people to check it. Not just my episode. You can if you want, but A Funny it's Feeling a is a one. great is a good one. show. Did you talk about the church thing? The the guy that was like convulsing? Convulsing yes. on the floor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good one. We also, get into it. I think there was a possession talk on Tony Rodriguez's episode, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so two little possession episodes. Listen to them back to back. Yes. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Let's dive into the game. Come on, let's go. So, Marcy, you were involved in a lot of church stuff growing up. Did you have any exposure with... Christian pop culture. Of I did. Such as what? Do you mean some jars of clay? Uh huh. Do you mean some um uh big house? Yeah. yeah. All um, that stuff. And go with me. Did anything stick in particular, like CDs you would bring home or jam to? I can just remember going to FCA camp and then uh-huh. seeing some up and coming Christian singers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't know what stuck with me. We'll have to see. This is one of those things. Childhood stuff is buried deep and it's in your DNA. So. Yeah. It's scary. It'll come yeah. back. It was spooky. That happened to you a couple weeks ago with Third Day. That's right. I yeah. was like, oh my God, I know this whole song. I love you, Mac Miller. Mac I mean, Miller's Mac Powell. Great. <laughs> Mac Miller, RIP. RIP. Yeah. Mac Powell. Mac Powell's the one is alive. who is the front man of Third Day. <sighs> okay. RIP Third Day. RIP Mac Miller. So listen, we got a choice here. We can do the hunt for the best Christian song of all time, or we can do the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. Now, the title I put on the letterboard that we took a picture of before the episode was the hunt for best songtober. So kind of teeing up, we're going to do best song of all time. But I think we might have time to do both. Okay. If you guys are down. Okay. 
They're pretty, you know, they're only, each song is like eight to 12 minutes long a piece and uh, not oh, really. God. No. <laughs> Caroline's play. true tear in her <laughs> face. <laughs> let's do, you know what? Let's start with best and then we'll transition to worst. Okay, great. As like a palate cleanser. Love it. So here we go. It's time dessert. for the hunt for the best Christian song of all time. Okay. Christian song of all time. <laughs> the best Christian song of all time. The theme this week okay. is Latin. Ooh. Latin rock, kind of world music. The like f- the dead language Latin? Latin mm-hmm. or- yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot of just people. <laughs> like <laughs> Gregorian chanting? Yeah. In Creo, <laughs> Mahamanas. Uh, all right, the first one is Burlap to Cashmere, is the name of the band. And it's Are a you song. Sure that's not a blog. <laughs> It's actually a, wait. Oh no, it's I'm sorry. Burlap to Cashmere is a mommy blogger. <laughs> a very white mommy blogger in Georgia. Um the song is called Her Bi- Secret is always time. I have a lot of time. <laughs> Just pray it away. Uh the song is called Basic Instructions. <laughs> the song is Basic Instructions. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. B I B L E. I know I read my correct. Yes, that's the book for me. It's a lot of lie, 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 lie some more. Which the Bible says you shouldn't lie, but they're saying, yeah, lie. I also feel like lazy songwriting. If you're literally just ripping off like Bible quotes, Christianisms. You know that's that's a little more allowed in Christian music, though, yeah. like straight up plagiarism. It's only because that no one owns the Bible because they would sue them otherwise. <laughs> yeah, if it was like the estate of Mildred and Patty right. Hill, like, yes. oh, you can't use songs. Well, think of it as like, oh, I'm gonna sing Shakespeare's sonnets. Yes, which is lazy songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do people sing Shakespeare's sonnets? Yeah, Rufus Wainwright did. Oh, I see. One of the three artists, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I know him. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's basically it lyrically. Okay, okay, that's okay. it. Fun. That's the sound. That's the song. Now these guys, it was a trio of guys. They were Greek, so a lot of their stuff is like really Greek folk influence. Fun. This was kind of their breakout single on the Christian charts back in Some 1999. Cultural appropriation, kinda. I don't know. That I think yeah. If you're that Greek is not Latin. Right. Greek is not Latin. But does it sound like this still? I don't know enough about Greek music. And there's no way to find out. Like they to were, me, this could just be Mediterranean. Uh, no, music. I know Greek music, and it is. You do know Greek music? Yeah, because I'm a big fat Greek wedding. 
Well, okay. Then you we're know all Greek experts. weddings, then. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. That's okay. how it sounded. Tango. <laughs> Interesting. I bet uh, this could be Greek. Yeah. I mean, the guitar could be, but like, it's... I don't think us three are going to figure it out. <laughs> we're, no, that's we why I wanted to do Latin on this episode we for are three whites. three different shades of eggshell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is a gradient in a yeah. way. Well, with all my time spent in the Inland Empire of California, I do know a lot of various diverse people. A friend of mine uh, who I hadn't seen in a couple weeks, I saw her the other day and she said, have you gotten a little son? And it was the best compliment anyone's ever oh, given. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you've gotten a little son. You got a little Ariana Grande effect going on. Oh boy. <laughs> or a little governor of North Carolina effect. Oh no, <laughs> I hope not. That was a fun song. Wait, so did they traditionally always do kind of these like Latin-y songs or they, was that just a weird yeah. fluke they did? Uh yeah, there's a lot of kind of like Latin rock I'm assuming influence. You researched them heavily. Uh, well, you, they are the ones that uh did our store up your treasures in heaven? Oh, that's them as yeah. well. Okay, well, that was they do stuff that. like uh, the place where I come from, it's the place where I belong. This is them as well. Never die. Their music to me sounds like such good Sunday school music. Yeah, I was, it's music for kids, mm-hmm. it's got like that. Yeah, well, call me a kid of heart, like, you know, quality, yeah, like bouncy. Easy to follow. Hey, sometimes kids' songs are hard, like Positive. the good ones that aren't just. That's hard. What he's doing is actually really technically impressive. <laughs> I like this. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right, that's Burlap to Cashmere. Burlap to Cashmere. Yeah, you can't get over the name. I can't. <laughs> I'm sure there's some like it's it's in reference like to some ash like cloth. God yeah. turns us from burlap to okay. cashmere. No one d- does deeper cuts than musicians trying to think of a name for a band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, special cr- Christian music. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Okay, let me pull out the Wikipedia to figure, figure out what you're even trying to say there. <laughs> there was a band in high school that was Christian at at my high school, and they were called the Sojourners. Sojourners and there and it was like, what is that? And then of course, there's like a long biblical explanation. Like, mm. Sojourners comes from the book of Ezra, and it's this thing, like <laughs> gets a show. Well, and it's bonus points for Christian bands because it's like if it's a Bible reference, mm-hmm. it's like A plus plus. Yes. Jars of Clay being a reference exactly. to some verse, and mm-hmm. Sixpence yeah. None the Richer that was a reference to that C.S. Lewis thing uh, from Mere Christianity. Blah blah blah. Uh, okay, so that's basic instruction. Second song up, Lord. I Come Before You by Salvador. This is a slightly different feel. And these are Hispanic men. These are not Greek men. Loving the horns. Oh, to me, the the beginning of the song definitely sounds like... uh, It's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. It does, yeah. Tonight on the show, Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) After that... Alligators. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With musical guest Maggie Rogers. <laughs> this intro is so long too. Long, yeah. But it's kind of getting you in the mood. So Monkey. this this is like a Latin rock, like a properly Latin rock band from Austin, Texas. They do okay. songs both in English and in Spanish. Cool. I think they're still based there, and they like do worship at a at a church locally there. Great. But this is a song also from 1999, the year 1999. Just like the lush. Pre- Ooh. You 
think they're done. They're not done. No. Lord, I come before you. Love to sing your praise. I wish your pen adore you. Ew. <laughs> Do that, Caroline. <laughs> no, it's not for sex heaven. Yeah, oh, maybe it could be. It depends. Surrounded by your love. Well, are you getting horny to this song? A bit. <laughs> to your mercy. You know, I just can't get enough. Oh, knocked on my door more than once before. How many people are in this band? I'm I'm not sure. I was looking it up, it's, but it's at least nine. It's got to be a dozen. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Are, unless someone's playing a horn and the egg shaker. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real fun. But again, that's basically the lyrics. Okay. It's very simple lyrics. Wow. Lord, I mean, I no surprise, but we haven't listened to enough Latin music in the, in the CCM world. No, we've mostly stick, stuck to the white gentlemen and women. I will say, at least he wrote these lyrics. Oh, sure. They're simple, but they're They're his. simple, but he thought of them himself. I have a question about Christian music in general. Yes, ma'am. Do they only talk about God? Can they ever no. just have com- like a song about Sometimes like... they talk about fallen women. Okay, okay. And men. Yeah, sometimes it depends on the band. Yeah. But uh, most overtly God stuff gets more radio play. Yeah. Wait, hang on, I love this break right here. Finally, hear you call my name. What? <laughs> Shut up! It's a complicated you arrangement. You would! It's when Kevin headbangs. So <laughs> Just imagine me at my dingy-ass 24-hour fitness on the elliptical. Being like, they actually kind of Doing the grapevine on like, the treadmill. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, is this the grapevine? Yeah, it's but with your feet. Oh, I yeah. see. I've never done that before. Yeah, that's it. Oh, hey. <laughs> a beautiful il- illustration from my With my <laughs> finger dancing. Now he's got it. Oh, boy. So that's Salvador. Lord, I come before okay. you. Okay. Little cheesy. Yes. Uh, but to answer your question, Marcy, yes, people can talk about whatever they want to. Oftentimes, it's a relationship. Oftentimes, it's like, that's a relationship with my girlfriend or God. Yes. Yeah. Depending yes. on how you want to read it. Yeah. yeah. There's options, as we'll find out in the next round. <laughs> okay. But between these two, what do we think is the best I like of this these two? Second one, no, hands down. Lord, uh, I come before you by Salvador. I lyrically, I like the second one, but I like the, the music of the first one better. I think. That made me jam. I think between the two, uh, I like the Salvador one better. Mm. As is that well. the first one? This is this one. Oh. So this is some I love it. cruise ship music. Oh, yeah. But I'm here yeah, for it. It's yes. like marimba breakfast. Well, I didn't think cruise ship was bad. No. <laughs> yeah. Have you never been on a carnival cruise, Marcy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I performed for yeah. a month on a cruise. You With did? an improv team? Not a team, a just month? some other people. They randomly threw us on a cruise line to <laughs> Alaska. Whoa. <laughs> Let me tell you who's not into improv. 
people who take Alaskan cruises <laughs> because they're your grandparents and your great grandparents. Oldest people in the world that. cruise to Alaska <laughs> and they don't understand what long form improv is. Because it's, all, it's always like stand ups on yeah. cruises, usually comedy wise, milk, right? Milk cookies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> milk milk cookies. Caroline and I saw a clean comedy show Ooh, on a cruise ship a couple so years ago great. called Milk No Cookies. Well, it was oh. half clean and then they, they took a quick break and they're like, the next section won't be clean. And it like all the kids had to clear out. But it wasn't that dirty, was it? No, no. it was like he was just more antagonistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except when it came to military, they honored their veterans, and everyone clapped for it a <laughs> lot all the on the cruise ship. It was so weird. It worked. Yeah. He killed. Um, and then we like never found out. Killed. But the show was called Milk No Cookies, and he didn't like make a reference to it. But it's a running joke that Dang. we want the catchphrase for this podcast to be milk no cookies we should go on no a cruise cookies. again Kevin that was fun sure well the Jesus freak you... cruise keeps leaving the port <sighs> where did you cruise to just to Mexico <laughs> it was like a day and a half basically that's great well to be more specific the shittiest part of Mexico it was a well it was like a shitty weather day like, was, wait where did you cruise to uh, like Ensenada I think okay yeah I don't think Ensenada is shitty I just think we like it was cold and windy and no one wanted to be out or do anything fun. I went down to Tijuana uh, December 1st uh-huh. um, because, um, you know, they are having a humanitarian crisis down there and they have all the caravans of people. Right. So I went with some other Americans to just bring supplies to, oh, cool. uh, I was like the day after my birthday and I was like bummed because I didn't have good I didn't have like birthday plans. You know, guys, I was really going through it. So I was like, well, I'll go do something for someone else. And so we brought a bunch of supplies down and it was so cold. I couldn't believe how cold it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cold. You want to be sunny fun time. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was going to be fun, but I was like, oh. Really sunny. You didn't this think is- it was going to be a party? <laughs> I was like, let's go see what a tent city looks like and how much fun I can have there. It was bad yeah. life for the selfies you took to let people know. I was like, you were there. hey, can I hold your baby? <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I would do it again. I mean, it was it was a little bit of a mess for us. Too. Nate uh, got half sick. Half of our party got sick. Your uh, friend got sick. Yeah, but, cruise ships yeah. are bad about that. But though. it was. Like, but I feel like we got so many good stories that we still talk about. A lot of memes, yeah. 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 Anyway. I remember our prayer times were interrupted, though, because of the rocking back and forth of the ship. Unfortunately. <laughs> I get seasick so bad. Prayer time. All right. We're calling it Lord, I Come Before You. Out of these two, for this week, is the best Christian song of all time. Okay. Ooh, good and sessions. now it's time to judge the worst Christian song okay. of all time. The worst! Masturbation is artificial sex. Amen. That's a song that's not quite about God. Okay. But it's a Christian song called Masturbation is Artificial Sex. Okay. All right. The first nominee for this round, uh, the theme here is white guys in the 80s and 90s. Okay. <laughs> Sweet spot. Which is kind of the theme of every everything. episode of this podcast. Yeah. And, and, everything. and everything in life. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, the first one is called Love Me Good. Love Me Good Ooh. by Michael W. Smith. Love Me Well. <laughs> I'm curious as to how you guys would classify this genre of music because I could not make heads or tails of it. Trip House? Yeah, it's 1998. Sometimes I feel like this world is just one big gigantic merry-go-round. Gotta hold on tight till you get hurled through the air. Yeah, life is a three-ring circus with clowns and freaks and camels and such. You never know when you might be attacked by the bears. What? Give me love, give me love, love me. <laughs> What's happening to him 
live at circuses. So what is this genre? <laughs> it's confusing. Sometimes I feel like I'm afraid of my own shadow and then sometimes I can feel as bold as king is gone. But I can never live in a yurt on a diet of Mongolian barbecue. I conquer the world for a moment then the moment is gone. Choir out of nowhere. <laughs> no reason. His his voice always cracks me up. Sometimes. Love me good. It definitely feels like all this was recorded separately with just a metronome. <laughs> and they're like, just keep the time. Just yeah. keep the time. You got it. <laughs> yeah, no one was in the same room for this. So you're saying he is innovated, a new genre? That's right. This is good. It's called... Adult contemporary trip hop folk punk yeah folk punk dance neutered. Let us take a now what do these sounds? Bow our heads and pray. This is someone who doesn't know about the math component of music. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He got a few of the equations wrong. Truly, like, could you have you ever heard? I've heard the people who are. Good with music are great with math or like yeah. you know yeah 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 because it's very this person is un, has like an ear for it but chooses to learn nothing more about <laughs> but here's the other aspect of him is he's also writes symphonies he's a composer are they great and they're pretty good I mean they're symphonies <laughs> you wouldn't think they weren't I mean I couldn't write one I so yeah they're great <laughs> I mean. But, yeah, his pop music is strange. Oh, yeah, that, that last verse we missed. Sometimes I wish I was in a movie or some 70s TV thing where everyone gets neatly wrapped by the end of the show. But, yeah, this ain't Hollywood, and this sure ain't the Brady Bunch. And how this plot's all going to pan out, I don't really know. Love me good. <sighs> I feel stressed for him. <laughs> yeah, this, this song is, like, unnerving. <laughs> well, you know, and we talked about his million lights, his EDM dance album oh. it's like a soul cycle album oh, oh no. these days and we're so like weird. what is he doing but Too the more much. i look into him it's like he is uh he is like that old tale of the king that sees a crowd of people passing him by and he says there go my people i must see where they're going so i can lead them oh. he's chasing the trend yeah hard. yeah but I would say this is like behind. a 70s rocker thing a little bit. I don't think it's 70s at all. The, it is that like Dylan kind of like off. With the organ yeah, the, kind of feel. And the, yeah, it's so strange. Like what he's, is this? I'm going to give up. I can't define <laughs> it. He's the Kanye of Christian music. I've always don't thought of him that Kanye. way. <laughs> um, Slavery was a choice. Don't uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we we do know that I love Kanye though. Oops, sorry, can't help sure. it. Just oh, adore no. him at every phase. <laughs> I just I think he could really benefit from some uh, help, some mental of the stuff mental health, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and trial and error and mm-hmm. trying some. You know, if something doesn't work, try something else. Yeah, it's hard when you're like, you know, I know I'm not supposed to diagnose from afar, but we're he all said he's bipolar. It's he said it. He got some stuff. He had, he, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, yeah I'm not, Also, we didn't get to talk about Hillsong, but. Boy, should oh, we? Ooh. Yeah. Because that's Let's a Kardashian about. church. 
Yes, that's true. Oh, Courtney and, goes there. Yes, and you have your podcast, Kardashian. It. Do yeah. you guys okay, talk I've about Hillsong a lot on it? Of, um, like vintage Kardashians, and uh-huh. Courtney is like so religious. She's so religious. I'm sorry, we have another song to listen to. Though. Oh yeah, no, but let's talk about this. Intermission. This is where, yeah, sorry. it's also, fine. Let's Chris, take a breather from Michael W. Smith. Jesus. Chris Jenner owns a church too. I don't know. What this, do you mean owns this a I church? Does she? She own- has a pastor that she's like really close with as a family friend and she, he's a slimy looking guy she i think is part owner of a church too That's i don't know if it's hillsong possible. or not do you mean like a board member i mean she put Elder? her money there like okay you know so and uh, then kanye has his new like on sundays church service he's leading a church or he's going to a church it's very confusing it's just music but they all instagram it tomorrow just check out any of their instagrams yes. wait who oh any of the kardashians any kanye so they're Kim, doing, Courtney. doing some kind of underground house church with the kardashian it's like clan. all in white and there's weird lighting so that they reflect whatever the lighting is what? and it's like not easy to see who's there but kanye will be leading people while they sing Wow. Hmm. So it's, it's just the worship yeah. set. I'm so curious. Wait, yeah. and they were, uh, I was reading something that they go to City Church too. And I don't know what that is. Yeah. City Church, is, City Church is Judah Smith. That's one of the big boys. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like secretly It's Baptist. like Judah Smith. Okay. Carl Lentz, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Chad Veach. Like that's all part of the same squad. Like I think... Is it Pratt or one of those? So, one of those guys goes to the city church. Yeah. The church that Chris Jenner owns is the California Community Church. Brad Johnson is in Agora Hills. I think Brad Johnson is her, yeah, like a friend. I think she married him and his wife. She yeah. officiated them. Hmm. Well, she owns their church. Guys, um, you, gonna wanna, you all want to go in on a church? <laughs> no. Buy a part of it? it yeah. It seems like a bummer to have like a tax shelter. <laughs> we can make some. We can make some cash. It just feels like a tax shelter, pure and simple. Okay, keep going. Can we file wow. GCF as a nonprofit on our taxes? I think so. <laughs> We're ministers now. Ordained. Uh, the next one. It's a. Wow. It's a little bit of a departure from "Love Me Good," which I was struggling to find the the faith in that because Michael <laughs> W. Smith is a very. He's not strange about his lyrics. He's like. I love you, Lord. Like, it's a lot of that. <laughs> but in this, it's just love me good. Yeah, and bear attacks. Give me love. Oh, yeah, and y'all, I'm going to get attacked by a bear. It, yeah, it felt very um, scattered. Stream of consciousness. Yes. He was going through it. He was channeling. This was his, This you know what? This was his yay. Yeah. It was where his, it's like, oh, this is too much. That was his version of like some Esther Hicks, Abraham channeling stuff. Sure. Do you know about Esther Hicks? She's a channel for Abraham from the Bible. No. This is the kind of stuff I'm going to talk about on my podcast. A funny I feeling need to sometimes. listen to that. Yeah, very funny. Esther. Uh, let's, let's listen to the second song, The Unknown Soldier by David Meese or Meachie. Here we go. David is Meachie. So, 80s. from 1986. What if I said from 2017? <laughs> like, well, it's throwback. Sure. This is of the time. Uh, yeah. Now, this one is a real story that it'll get to in about a minute and a half. And after this sure. long piano solo. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful short story. All right. Come on, David. Sing it. Not yet. Oh, he's shy. I still have some keyboarding to do. <laughs> he's shy. He's still shy. Come on, bud. David, you can do it. He's tickling those ivories. 
plastic ivories. He's the unknown soldier. David, come on back. Torture. Well, good. Different. This reminds me of the Mighty Wind, where they're talking about how they're like, um, they're secretly, you know, like digging on themselves, but like yeah. never did no wandering. You know that song? This yeah. is like, no never one's gonna mourn him or celebrate him because he didn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really actually do anything. Well, and and every kind of like intense man you may have met in a church or religious context, I want you to flash back to that moment. And then just zooming in in his eyes, and this is the song that's playing in his head. Oh boy! I'm the unknown soldier. Look, I'm, you don't have to do much. I'm fighting for them. I'm but the you secret still... samurai. Oh boy! <laughs> Sword of prayer. I'm a covert pirate <laughs> on the seas of faith. I'm a wow. navy seal I spiritually. Just... <laughs> I just enjoyed this labored metaphor so it much. It keeps going. It keeps finding any new verb. There's been no bloody torture, oh, no burning it. at the stake. <laughs> there will be no published no memoirs. Stakes. There's no stakes to this story at all. Well, in the first the first uh, <laughs> verse being, you see him on the campus as he studies with his friends. They mean no harm. They laugh and call him preacher now and then. His words are few, so he's like not a talkative guy he's very quiet and he gets bullied by people he saves them until he's home on his knees that's where he's a warrior and he fights to see them free so people make fun of him but then he fights for them he's a real man yeah and he's an unknown soldier you know like hey you may not do too much but you're just as important as all those people who died as the troops in the name of jesus christ and you'll be honored on cruise ships for generations to come So, oh, the unknown soldier. Oh, and it goes with the Lord's army and all the oh, like super geez. military imagery Boy. that people like using. Like, guess what? You're a soldier in God's fight I'm for faith. Already really struggling to, to figure out which one is worse of those two. Well, what was the first one? Like, that's such a distant man. Oh, the jumble, jumble. Love me fuck. good. <laughs> Have you literally forgotten the song we played five we, minutes? We ago? talked about Kardashians, so I was pretty far off. This one, 
I this is worse. It, but it, at least it's like it's clear. It fits in a genre. It's true. It you was know nice what he's to listen doing. to. I understand it more. His voice is pleasant and it's cute. Because it is cute to like now imagine instead of like he's on campus, which would uh, presume he's like a college student. Or maybe a I thought it was student. the whole life cycle of him. That <laughs> <laughs> starts now. Imagine he's like a six year old and he is getting bullied at school, but then Aww. he goes home to pray for them. It makes it a little different, yeah. right? Yeah. If, if, yeah. You, if you lower the age a bit. Yeah. So that's maybe sweet. that's a little cuter imagery. I don't like, think they're calling a preschool campus. No, I'm stretching it here yeah. to make he's it an adorable campus. little. No, he's going to lecture, and he puts on a helmet when he goes to recess, <laughs> like a little soldier's helmet with he's a cross weird. on the side. No one likes him. I'm sorry, this guy's getting bullied, but also he sounds like a dork. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, you're he's the a, one bullying no, him. Yeah. You're the bad guy. Oh my gosh! I mean, the bullying is him getting called preacher, so it's not like yeah. he's getting hung up the side yeah. of a flagpole sure, or something. Sure, he's not being a martyr, you no. know. No, no one calls him martyr. Not. No, <laughs> he doesn't even get that. Yeah, which the author of the song says, but shouldn't he be a little bit? Because he does say in that second verse, no one calls kill him martyr. Him. No. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> All right, it's so I have these two, it's which so is the funny. worst. It's really hard. They're both songs I don't want to listen to again, but could maybe tolerate the second one more. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. the first one is worse. The first one was just bizarre. It was chaotic. I think, well, I think because I have a clear idea of what the second one is saying, I'm going to say it's worse because uh, just nothing cracks me up more than like when uh, the intersection between someone's faith and then like male fantasies of what they mm. are, like baseball is what church is like, <laughs> or oh, I'm run, a yeah. warrior or all those things. I think it's so funny. Yeah. Um, so I think I think this one's worse. Okay. All right. Unknown soldier is worse. What's are you a tiebreaker? Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I think the lyrics of "Love Me Good" are a mess of the hot variety. In <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the the lyrics of "Unknown Soldier" are a little more clear, but <laughs> God help me, I have texts from Ross Kimball. Uh, from like a year ago of me listening to Love Me Good. I'm like, this bops. <laughs> like a friggin' loser. Like a loser. No, this is my life. Loser. It's me texting Ross and being like, this is actually kind of good. You like what you like, and that's great. So I think Unknown Soldier is worse. Okay. I, I've never disliked the Michael W. Smith. The, like, I think it's fine. Lord, help me go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the bears attack me. No, it's not even that gritty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say Unknown Soldier is worse. Okay. So well, that's wow. it. Unknown Soldier. They're both. They're both bad. No and one's wrong. They, I was not pleased with either. <laughs> <laughs> and, but for this week, the Unknown Soldier is the worst Christian song of all time. Pokemon. Oops. <laughs> oh, Hill. thanks, Hillary. Hillary jumping in she real quick. Us. Well, you can go to our Twitter at Christian Fun Pod and you can vote on what you think is the best and worst song. So get out there at Christian Fun Pod and Pokemon go to the polls. Did you just text me the lyrics? Oh, I did. Yeah, I forgot oh, to yeah. tell you. If you wanted to thanks, <laughs> really Hillary. just sink it in. I thought that a crazy person had texted me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Out of context, it looks like a manifesto. It's for a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> I'm going to report this as junk now. Are you getting a funny feeling? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, can you report podcasts as junk? Because if so, we are in trouble. We, if this is like spam. I know you can report things as uninteresting on Instagram. Our uh, downloads never make it into Oh, no. But you know what? Let's wrap it up. Let's... Um, <laughs> <laughs>
kind of bring the energy down and bring the lights down. Make it a little spookier in here. Ooh. We got some candles going you can take a part of. Are you okay? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an all-ghost worship band <laughs> at the front. They're playing translucent <laughs> instruments. This sounds like a ghostly theme, kind it's of these haunting. pads. Yes, yeah. It's haunting. You could Positive. see this as like the emotional finale of like a scary movie where yeah. it's like the ghost and oh, the protagonist. It was have... just your grandmother the whole time. Yeah. And she's passing on into the light now. Now it's your turn to haunt them, son. She looks <laughs> behind. She gives the finger. Yeah. She yeah, she gives you the finger, looks behind, <laughs> then she bye. fades bye bye. into a bright light. <laughs> <laughs> Marcy, on this show we don't plug ourselves or promote our own projects we lift them up okay okay. as a loving and humble sacrifice to the lord all right so we're gonna do that starting with caroline you can lift me up to the lord as a humble humble sacrifice a a warrior if you will Mm. um at caroline's the wants to be known soldier (laughs) please tell someone about me the thirsty Uh, soldier (laughs) uh at caroline's farts on twitter and instagram Mm -hmm. Oh, and this week I'd like to lift up Russian Doll on Netflix. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, what a good show. I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> Russian Doll. It's okay. Yeah, I live, um, I die, I come back. Gosh, it's so great. And uh, uh, Nate and I were talking about, this is like the third show we watched about the afterlife in some mm. capacity. It's like, because we've got The Good Place. There was um, After, that one with... Forever. Forever, thank you. Mm-hmm, Close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I this. worry about you. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> uh, they're good, and I, I wonder what that says about culture right now. It's but, in um, 2019. We'd all rather be dead. Want to die? Yeah. Uh, well, remember when there were a bunch of vampire things? Yeah. Up, like a decade ago, that yeah. thing was vampires, and we all wanted to suck each other off, and that's what that. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> I liked that. Um, so yeah, watch Russian Doll. It's really good. It's kind. It's like a Groundhog Day, but a little darker. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, Caroline. We turn to Marcy. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, please lift up um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Hey! Yeah. Thursdays on NBC. Great show. Also, One of my favorite shows. I don't know if I've said that. A friend of our podcast and former guest, Madeline Walter, also writing <gasps> also, for that show. yes. Yeah. Madeline's also on staff. Um, mm-hmm. I got a lot of podcasts. Uh, funny feeling for the other side of spirituality. Hey. Yeah. Um, with Betsy Sidar, we talked to comedians and celebrities about their paranormal experiences. Then I got 90 Day Bay, only on Patreon. That's where we're talking and examining love and life of 90 Day Fiance. Yes, with Nicole Byer. With Nicole Byer, mm-hmm. the loudest woman in America. <laughs> <laughs> and then talking more Kardashians, where we do talk about religion and the ghost of Robert Kardashian Sr., who's Ooh. constantly haunting them all. Haunting their yeah. ass. With Uncle Juice. <laughs> with, oh, yes, and OJ. Juice. Um, juice. With Jessica Jardin. Um, Kardashian, it all things Kardashian. Oh yeah, is that it? Yeah, that's all three. That was one of the smoothest plugs, uh, or excuse me, lift up sections we've ever had from a guest. Oh, that was down. Yeah, way to go. You know, I'm like either on Marcy Lane or Marcy Lane Two on Instagram. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. I will lift up Sex Education on <gasps> Netflix. Have you been watching it? No, but I've heard such good about it. It is well. I I will say it's like it's a bizarre mashup of. 80s American culture and it's a lot of Breakfast Club John Hughes stuff but then combined with this picturesque version of England like it doesn't make sense it's a fantasy world aesthetically that it takes place in 
And uh, it's Gillian Anderson, who I think is technically British now. She's just okay. become British because she's, she's been over there for so enough. long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's a delightful, uh, non toxic look at uh, teenagers doing what they do. You, wait, you both reminded me that I was very selfish just now and only lifted my own stuff up. I also last no, night okay. watched the first three episodes of Pen 15 on Hulu. I've been wanting to watch that so bad. It just came out on Hulu. Did it resonate? Oh, my goodness. Boy, if you're a child of the 90s or 2000s, mm-hmm. it's going to hit a lot of nostalgia for I'm you. Listening. And they are very funny women. Yeah. And they seamlessly play seventh graders. And you completely forget they're grown adult women. It's good. It's so funny. I'm surprised that conceit hasn't been done before, too. They do it well. They did yeah. it. Uh, you remember that Australian show, like Jamie or Jamie? Uh, private school girl. No, do you remember that show? It was a guy playing yes, a yes, middle yes, school yes, girl. Yes, 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 yes. I do know. in a high school, uh, and they never allude to the fact that he's, <laughs> he's these like girls. A though, man. You forget. You yeah. really do forget that they're not children. I would say That's it's not funny. perfect, but boy, did I have some yeah. really great moments of huge laughs in it. Hey, on Hulu, Hulu, okay. Hulu, making a name for itself. Finally, yeah. finally. <laughs> Besides the Handmaid's Tale. Uh, not to <laughs> drag Handmaid's Tale. What do I care? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Never seen that show. Thank you for your account, Kevin. <laughs> My what? Your Hulu account. I'm on Kevin's Hulu account. You're sharing it. Yeah. I made well because you it's can been put very generous. You can put multiple users. Yes. On. I think this is the closest I'll ever be to a father is having someone on my Hulu account. <laughs> <Aww>. But uh, <laughs> but you can make user names, and so Caroline logs in as asshole friends, <laughs> which I made because she memorized my password when I put it in on her TV, so she could watch it, and she made fun of my password to me. No, no you entered the password willingly. Yeah, but, but then I was you looked at you. it, and then you teased me about it, and it was for you. Because your password's hilarious. Well, Tell everybody. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Tell Marcy. They're going to hack me. Uh, and you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun every week for GCF Second Service. Doing some fun things this week, so check it out. Mm-hmm. For what we're doing this week. That's I don't think so we've good. recorded yet. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> um, and then you can leave us a review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. For every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity, and this month's charity is... Big, big brothers, brothers big and sisters. sisters of America. Listen up. I uh, I actually tried to volunteer for Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and they said, we don't need any more women. We have too many women. We need men. We oh. need guys to sign up and be mentors. So if you're a dude in your area, they probably need you. So go ahead and sign up. That's awesome. Which is also an issue in churches, not leadership-wise, but volunteer-wise. Yeah. There's always... The women, women always far outnumber. outpace yeah. the men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I highly recommend a, a mentorship setup. It's so great. It's just one on one. You really get to know someone, and it's worth it. Hey, Marcy, thanks so much for thanks joining for us on the show. There's nothing left to say, except for in all of Pod's people, in a spooky way, said. Amen. All right, what song are we going out on? Latin. Latin. Now let's go. It's Saturday Night Live <laughs> with Jay Farrell. <laughs> just well, him this for, week. Nope, yeah. just Jay. Jay Farrell doing a one-man show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. everybody it's me natasha leone filling in for amy grant again she didn't want uh, to do it 
I, I relieved her, and then she was like, could you do another one? I was like, well, I guess I could. So here we are. I'm doing it again. So next week on GCF, Kevin and Caroline are going to be talking about the film Pamela's Prayer. What's the movie about? I don't know. It's Pamela, a girl named Pamela. She's got a prayer. Uh, there's probably a lot of complicated moving parts to it, but you can check that out next week on GCF. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 